0: What is up, everyone, and welcome into A to Z Sports Dallas Primetime. I am your host, Mauricio Rodriguez, streaming with you live every Sunday through Thursday night at 8 p.m. Central here on Dallas On Demand Sports Talk Network. With a lot more content coming your way, make sure that you check out a Dallas. And as always, remember that you can check out the Freeman Mazda right off the Week over at freemanmazda.net. Who are the proud presenters of the show tonight? So make sure you check that out. Uh, tonight, though, tonight we'll focus on DeAndre Hopkins because I think that we we have we had skipped a little bit this conversation on Sunday. We skipped it on Monday as well, and tonight I believe is a good time for that, especially given that Hopkins. Is now a free agent. I mean, of course, since last week, but now it's official. He's a, a free agent officially uh released by the Cardinals on today's end of business, you know, uh of business day. <laughs> Toxic Tom, yeah, I apologize for that. I apologize for that. We I was planning on having the show. I forgot what day it was. Not not gonna, I'm gonna keep it honest. Uh tonight on the show. You guys know that I'm uh, in Mexico, I so I kind of like missed that whole thing, and I'm sorry. By the way, I hope that you guys had a a you know good holiday. I know that it's about honoring everyone involved, right? So I don't know if happy is the word to use. I'm guessing not. So I apologize, but I hope that you guys had a had a you know needed well needed uh Memorial Day. I, I'm sorry for not knowing what the correct word is. I apologize for that. But anyways, uh, we're back. We're back on the show tonight here in ADC Sports, Dallas Prime Time to talk some DeAndre Hopkins. And it's a conversation that I want to have because I'm going to put it out there in the chat right now. Do you think Dallas and DeAndre Hopkins have a shot at ending up together for the 2023 season? yes or no? Let me know in the chat, just straight up. Let's start the show with that question. And I'm going to tell you why. I believe many people are ruling it out pretty quickly. And there are some reasons why we could rule it out. And there are some reasons why I don't see it as, as a crazy possibility. One of this is this one. Ricky says, right off the bat on the Facebook chat, he says DeAndre Hopkins already said that he doesn't want to play with Dak Prescott. I saw the clip. He was on a podcast. He was asked about it, and he kind of like, you know, shook his head a little bit. I'm telling you, I'm not buying into that. DeAndre <laughs> Hopkins had just like a wild media cycle when he was in a pos- possible conversation that... Uh, to, to be traded from the Cardinals. I'm not putting any stock into that clip right there. That being said, though, there are some other concerns that we could get into that would be fun to get into and that we will, we will on tonight's uh, show. So let me see what you guys have to say to start things off. Uh, Hopkins would be nice, but I think that it's wishful thinking most. says Katharina. She says No. Ricky says zero percent. Holly says, hell no. Tommy915 says, no, but I wish that they did. Gregory says, yes. Jeff Clark says, all all that I can say is that I wish. Toxic Tom says, no, and I hate that we won't go all in, says uh, Toxic Tom. I'm going to say right off the bat that although I wouldn't predict the Cowboys as one of the two or even three most likely teams to end up landing Hopkins, I'm going to say that I am I just struggle, struggle a little bit to buy into the idea that it is not possible at all. First and foremost, I'm going to say that I believe we're not giving the 2023 Cowboys enough credit for how the offseason has gone. We did not think that there were going to be any coaching firings, and there were plenty of them. I don't think anyone would have thought that they were about to trade for Stefan Gilmore and nobody saw it coming, by the way, when it happened. Maybe Brandon Cooks was a name that had already been linked to the Cowboys previously, so it made a tiny bit more sense. But also, I'm pretty sure that in the shows before the Brandon Cooks trade, when we had conversations about the team trading for a big-time wide receiver nobody was buying into that possibility so if we're being totally fair this notion about oh we know what the cowboys and how the uh, and the way that they do things has not been true this offseason not even in the 2023 nfl draft when we were absolutely certain or at least insiders were certain that the cowboys were leaning tight end They played us because there were a lot of tight ends available when they were about to pick, including Michael Meyer from Notre Dame, which some insiders claimed that there was no way in hell Jerry Jones was going to pass on, and they did. They took a defensive tackle, a nose tackle. So I'm just going to say that I'm not sure it is totally fair to rule it out just because it is not the Cowboys way because we have not properly guessed or forecast what the Cowboys way is in this particular off season. Now, the number two reason though, why I believe the Cowboys and Drander Hopkins could be in play. You guys are not going to believe this. <laughs> I didn't plug in the computer, but I'm going to ask, I'm going to ask uh, somebody for help. So I don't have to interrupt the show. Like I did last time. Uh, there you go. I'm going to also forward this to somebody else to see who comes in my aid first. The second reason why I believe uh, uh, why the Cowboys could be in play for Drander Hopkins is the price tag. Now, we don't know exactly what the price tag is, but we might have an idea about it. Let's get into the price tag. Before we do that, though, let me know in the chat if he does, say say that, let's play into this idea, this fantasy of the Cowboys landing Andrew Hopkins. Is he wide receiver three? Is he wide receiver four? Let me know in the chat. What do you think about it? And while you do that, and before I give you my answer and the projected price tag, let me talk to you about our friends over at FreemanMazda.net because the ride of the week is here and as always, we're talking about a family-owned business, has been so for over 65 years. And you can check out all the rides over at their car dealership in Irving, Texas. And you can check out, <laughs> let me point towards the charger key really quickly. It la All right, I'm sorry about that. We're going to restart this Freeman Mazda ad. We were, we were going through some chaos here on the studio. I apologize for that. Thank you to, thank you to the producer here on the show. I appreciate it. Our Freeman Mazda ride of the week, though. Family-owned business has been so for over 65 years. You can check out all of their wide range of new and used vehicles over at their website, FreemanMazda.net, or their car dealership at Irving. Texas. That includes, ladies and gentlemen, the ride of the week. In this case, we are talking about the 2023 Mazda C- MX-5 Miata Grand Touring. This one starts at $34,385. It's got Apple CarPlay, Android Auto, convertible roof, manual transmission, A premium audio system, blind spot monitor, plus a miles per gallon capacity of 26 when you are in the city. That goes up to 34 when you are on the highway. Make sure you check it out over at (laughs) premiummiles.net. All right. Chaos is over. I'm sorry. You guys know that is like part of prime time branding nowadays. Let's see what you guys have to say. Will he be wide receiver? One, two, three, four. Let's see what you guys have to say in the chat. Tommy915 says that he would be number one. Oh, wow. James says that he would be number two, with Cooks being number three. Holly says Whiteout number one. Oh, wow. Uh, Bruce is two. Catherine says three. Gallup would be number four, says James Ferguson. Yeah, that's eight. This is where it gets interesting, though. This is where it gets interesting. I'm going to say that I believe DeAndre Hopkins would definitely not be number one because I do think that CeeDee Lamb has earned that in a big, huge way. He is the alpha of this offense. And I, I will say that he would be that kind of number two guy, in my opinion. Now, I believe it wouldn't be too much of a difference between Cooks and Hop. And I know that there is some controversy as to what DHOP is all about. For example, Danny says here in the chat, NFL executive says that Hop cannot run anymore. In that same article, which was an article for uh, Sports Illustrated by Albert Breer, he quotes another exec saying the exact opposite. And then a third uh, exec that he's somewhere in the middle. So there is some controversy even among NFL front offices. I think that Lamb is the solidified number one guy, but I think that Hopkins could be a sort of number two blend in with Brandon Cooks because I do think that Cooks is really in a position to be a very solid number two or compete with him for a solid number two role. Now, speaking of the price stack, in that same Albert Rear article, it appears that according to the NFL insider's guess, that's how he Frames it so it's not exactly a report, but this is an NFL insider quoting three different NFL executives. It's Albert Breer. You know that it's an educated guess at worst, and he is guessing that D. Hop is about to get about half of what he got in his on what he was scheduled to earn. More accurately, that would be uh, that would be putting it more accurately in 2023 before being released, which was $19.45 million. In other words, according to Breer, the Cowboys and other NFL teams could be looking at somewhere between $9 million and $10 million for DeAndre Hopkins. Keep in mind that OBJ got himself a very solid deal after not playing since 2019 at least like a full season here we're talking about, because obviously he has played after that. But uh I think that the moment of the offseason in which we are also matters here. So I think that it's like a 10 million mark figure that we're looking at for DeAndre Hopkins moving forward. And that's a very doable number considering the Cowboys cap space right now. Because as of right now, they have around $10 million per overthecap.com. And two days from now, they're going to open up an additional $11 million with the Ezekiel Elliott post first cut money that it's about to be opened up in the Cowboys cap space. Now that cap could be used for the extensions that we have been talking about, but I would find it difficult to believe that there is not a way to work around the whole thing and go land D-hop. Now, would it be the healthiest move salary cap wise? No, it wouldn't. It wouldn't be the, the healthiest of moves. That being said though, isn't this a year in which you are supposedly going all in, in which you traded for Cooks because you were all in. You traded for Gilmore in the same year because you were all in. You fired your offensive coordinator and pretty much handed the keys to the head coach in an all-in type effort while firing other assistants as well. If it's about going all-in and you can get somebody like Hopkins for around $10 million, I kind of find it difficult to understand why you wouldn't look at that possibility. Now, could you get into a bidding war with the Chiefs and with the Vales? Maybe. Maybe they're more wide receiver needy than you. But you, you better consider it. Now, keep in mind, you can still open even more cap space by extending some of the players that, that are on the roster right now, including Dak Prescott himself. You could lower his cap number drastically if you reach that extension even on top of the restructure that has already been executed this same off season. I think that salary cap wise, it's not the healthiest of moves, but you can make it happen. Now, there is another question mark that I've seen tossed around social media before. And it's the idea of having a wide out playing special teams. And I get that one. That one is tough because you only get 48 active players and you do need special teamers, period. However, even that I think they can make work. Because you look at last year's numbers, right? And there wasn't another wideout other than Kevonte Turpin, who was a returner. It's not like he was out there playing gunner and all of that. Uh, he was returning footballs. He was the only wideout with a snap count on special teams higher than 15%. Everyone else was under that mark. So I do think they could get around it. I do think they could find the special teamers both at wide receiver and maybe even at other positions throughout the year to make it work. I don't think it's impossible From a game day roster perspective, I don't think it's impossible from a money perspective. I think it's a move that would make a lot of sense. I get it if the Cowboys do not want to get into a bidding war, but also I'm not entirely sure that right now everyone's going to be ready to throw their money at DeAndre Hopkins because we have seen this story time and time again when a player of this magnitude of this status comes available late in the offseason when teams have already kind of like set their plans up and maybe they just don't want to go out of their way to add somebody else to the mix but it's kind of maybe like even maybe kind of dumb to not do it and sure could he be what he what julio jones was to the titans when he ended up in tennessee You know, we all thought, oh, Julio is going to be great over there. But, yep, then we realized that his age had cut up to him. Maybe. Maybe. But if it's a one-year deal, does it even matter? I mean, I'm not going to say that the Cowboys wouldn't have uh, any regrets if that happened. But I struggle to see the why not. Why not go ahead and, and target DeAndre Hopkins. I do think the price tag puts him in play for the Cowboys. And I do think this idea that the Cowboys are 100% not doing it because it's not their style. I think that maybe we were maybe not super paying attention to the way that the offseason has gone. Not going to lie. Not going to lie. I think that there's a reason why none of us called the trades. There's a reason why none of us called uh, the masses' myth, pick when everyone was thinking tight end even the top insiders like this has not been the offseason in which we know what the Cowboys are up to period it has not been that let's see what you guys have to say in the chat after my rant has been put out there let's see what you guys have to say Lasai says I would do it because if Because what if another one of our wide receivers goes down, says LaSai? And that is a big, big part of it. Man, the Cowboys do not have a number four wide receiver unless Jalen Tolbert unexpectedly takes a huge, big-time step up. El PeePeeDeePow says, does Hopkins want to play for Dak? Tommy915 says, he disrespected Dak. I I doubt that he comes here. I think... Here's here's just my theory, and I think that we've seen several instances in which this has been proven to be true. I think, one, Hopkins was just playing some PR there. We don't know who was interested at that moment in in the trading discussions, etc. We don't know what was Hopkins' angle in that point. They're not playing games, man. They're, They're doing business. So I don't think that D hop shaking his head in a podcast when somebody pitches him the idea of playing for Dak Prescott really tells us much about how he feels about playing in Dallas. I don't think it does. I'm not I'm gonna keep it real with you. And number two, I kind of doubt Dak will take it as a slight or something like that. Like I don't think I think that players in the NFL and coaches have short term memory. And I don't think that would be an issue. I don't think that it would be a chemistry issue or anything like that. Plus, Albert Breer makes this point in his article, and I do agree. If you have a strong locker room, maybe you're not that concerned about things going south. And I think that the Cowboys do have that. I do think that they have a strong locker room. Michael H. says, DeHop did, uh, did not disrespect disrespect Dak dhop was trying to get a job it was business nothing personal 100 exactly i can tell you that i'm gonna put some weight into the game day roster stuff i'm gonna put some weight into the price tag stuff and the salary cap stuff i'm not putting any weight into that podcast clip i i, I think i think that would be pretty much uh weird to do uh, even more so when you hear other players Around the NFL, even players that have no business with the Cowboys or anything like that, kind of like credit Dak for what he is. Let's see what you guys have to say here. What else do you have? Uh, toxic Tom says, oh, Toxic Tom is no longer toxic, by the way. Uh, so so tired of being mid. The cap is basic accrual accounting. Stop being, uh, you know, and push the damn chips in. It's been twenty-eight years losing Cas in their style. We're getting we're getting terrifyingly close to it being 30 years. Aren't we? I think we are. I think we are. Uh I'm am Havocs here says that hate doesn't exist among players across the league. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's more like that's more like a thing among fans. So I'm not going to lie, I think that there is a possibility the Cowboys do look into DeAndre Hopkins a little bit, even if it's just like the interest, right? I'm not going to say, I'm not going to predict them to sign Hopkins, but I do think after the Albert Breer guess slash estimation of Hopkins deal in an article in which he says it might even be less than that, considering how late it is in the offseason, I'm not ruling it out. I refuse to do it. Not in the offseason that we have been consistently shocked by the way that they have done things. Now, I'm going to say this too. ZD would just thrive in the slot. Hey, don't worry about even moving him around. Just have him play in this lot as much as possible with two legitimate threats on the outside plus a very fresh rotation in which you can also include michael gallup in it sometimes you know and i do think that it is true that the cowboys do not have this perfect whiteout at the number four slot which is not what you are supposed to have excuse me but yeah uh, it would just make a lot of sense in my opinion to get hopkins at that price tag counting the ezekiel elliott money you would be right back at where you started if you do sign him for a number close to $10 million. It's totally doable financially, 100% doable, and it would give your offense a potential starter, in, in my opinion, in a, a starter caliber player, or at worst, if you don't believe that Hopkins is the same guy as before, if you don't believe that he can uh, run as before, he's not the same athlete, He's a very solid number four option at the very least. Anyways, that those are my DeAndre Hopkins thoughts. I wanted to get into them tonight, and now that we have done that, it is time. It is time. Well, actually, let me read some more comments here because there's some interesting conversations going on. Ruglock says D Hop knows that he can't put him numbers playing within that that he can put numbers playing in Dallas offense. So even if he doesn't want to be in Dallas in the long term, he could prolay that into another deal elsewhere. Yeah, and we kind of go back to, you know, the whole conversation about him not wanting to be here. I, I just don't know if that is. I don't know if there is even like this true to it, if that makes sense. Now, the Chiefs, and the Bills are supposedly the likeliest the likeliest landing spots for Hopkins. But they're not in salary cap heaven either, right? They also have a lot of concerns going on and a lot of other needs. I will say that maybe out of those three teams, the uh, best wideout group is in Dallas. Of course, the Chiefs have a fantastic offense and it's a better offense. But I'm talking specifically about the talent at wideout. I think that the Cowboys have the best group out of those three teams. So that's one of my top concerns. Like, is one of those teams going to win in a bidding war because of how desperate they are for a wideout like Hopkins? Buffalo has the Fondix. And other than that, they don't have much going on for them. And the Chiefs are just like a revolving door for wideouts at this point. Guys come in, guys come out, and they keep they keep it rolling because they're the Chiefs. They have a fantastic offense. Lasai well, says, dude, they still have to pay their rookies, so Dallas is in a better position. Stephen White says, we have a lot of receivers that need snaps, burners that haven't yet seen the field. We are good to go. Dallas Cowboys for life, but hey, I'm not hey, but I'm not against adding even more to that, right? Uncle Charles says, Mauricio Rodriguez, salute. Hey, thank you, Uncle Charles. Thank you for being here. With all of that being said, let's get into the one cool thing of the week. Let's get into the one cool thing of the week here, really quickly. Uh, Gregory says, well, if you want to be a star in this league, you have to have a star on his helmet. Oh, come on, that's cheesy, but I but I will allow it. That is cool. That is cool. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, for those of you who are new to the show, our One Cool Thing segment is our feel-good moment of the week. We have it every Tuesday night, and it is where you share something personal, professional, sports-related, non-sports-related, whatever you want it to be. What's your One Cool Thing of the week? Let me know in the chat. I'll read yours. I'll give you mine, and then we'll get out of here. Mark Aaron says, one cool thing. I heard Pollard looked pretty good running around in practice. That is definitely a one cool thing of the week, especially considering how concerned we are about his health and all of that. Nikki Floss has completed my freedom group at church. Shout out to Nikki. Congratulations to you, sir. My one cool thing, ladies and gentlemen, and this has been... Sometime in the making, but you guys know that I'm in Mexico. I'm in Chihuahua, Mexico, to be more precise. And the pro football team that I work for and that I've been covering since it debuted in 2020 is now 11 and 0. They won in the semifinals, and they are now ready to go into what is being called the Tazón México or Mexico Bowl. Uh, they're going to go in there undefeated 11-0. and They blew out. I mean, at first they blew them out. The toughest team, in my opinion, that they had to beat in the semifinal. They were up 31-7 at halftime. The game ended 34-20. So there was a little bit of a second half scare there. But they were just in automatic pilot mode. Uh, shout out to them. I even wanted to include some clips of the game in there for you uh fun game fun team now they go on into the championship which will take place on saturday the 10th and then i will brag about them being the champions of the league very fun stuff by the way in mexico's pro football league. very fun stuff uh let's see what your other one cool things are oh one cool thing he charged his computer this is mark aaron man I got to, I got to print out a checklist and then I got to put it in like the studio with one of these walls. So I don't forget any of that stuff, man. That's, that just, Modelo Times says, Mo, your team's kicker should try out for the Cowboys. I, I think, I think maybe not, man. <laughs> Toxic Tom says, one cool thing, Waysar Royko has a new CEO, says Toxic Tom Man, if you guys are into Succession, I hope that you enjoyed the finale. I thought it was absolutely insane and epic and awesome and perfect. No spoilers, though. Uh, My one cool thing. (laughs) No. Uh, (laughs) One cool thing. My Dodgers are about to kick the sh out of the Yankees. That is not true. That is just not true. Uh, James says, do you see it being a good fit if we were to add D. Hop?" Yeah, I do think so. I do think it would be a good fit. Greg Reese said... No, I, I already got it. There you go. Ladies and gentlemen, that will be it for me tonight here on the show on ADC Sports Dallas Primetime. Shout out to Holly and and the one cool thing from Holly. <laughs> I, just, I just always think you guys are kidding. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I will be back tomorrow night at 8 p.m. Central here on the show. Sorry about the accidents throughout the show. Once more, I promise you I will plug in everything tomorrow night. It won't be an issue. Uh, do me a favor, though. Hit the like button for me. Every like, every thumbs up puts this show in front of more and more Cowboys fans. Hope that you guys enjoyed tonight's conversation. And I will see you tomorrow night. As always, prime time brought to you by our friends over at FreemanMazda.net. Thank you, and I will see you El día de mañana, muchísimas gracias. Bye, bye.